Good day and welcome to the UEFA Champions League podcast for today. It's the Champions League night and wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, it's a special welcome to you. Tonight with me on the show is my able guest who was with us during the special coverage of the African Cup of Nations. And today, he's joining us for his debut show on the UEFA Champions League. Mr. Kowa, can you join us on the line? Good evening, and how are you doing? Good evening, Philip. Um, I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And just before I come to you, uh, today is International Women's Day, and... um, want to use this platform to wish all our lovely women out there and especially to one of our cherished listeners who's been very supportive for uh, of our contributions to this show madame araba we extremely appreciate your contributions and all what you do as well with your personal project araba africa and to all young women and girls out there stepping out to break the bias in the male-dominated field of sports. We celebrate you today wherever you are, whether you're in Asia, you're in the Americas, you're in Europe, you're in Oceania. Today is your day and we celebrate you. Hopefully in subsequent episodes, we'll do an extensive coverage of some of the trailblazers who are doing very well in the industry. Tonight, Mr. Kowa, Salzburg, Bayern Munich, in Munich, Inter Milan, Liverpool, in Anfield. Just before we'll take a recap of the last game, which was the first leg, what is your initial reactions? Well, um, I believe that uh, concerning the Liverpool game, Liverpool Inter, um, International, um, the game um, that happened at the San Siro about two weeks ago was a very entertaining one for most of for most of the for most of the game that's from probably the around the twentieth minute to up until the sixty fifth minute where club made some changes in order to limit um, the transitional play that Inter were were using um, against um, Liverpool. But then the but then you know that. In the knockout stages, you have to be very, very streetwise, and that's what Liverpool did. It was a tough ground to go to, the San Siro, um, as we all know, a, a legendary European ground where most of a lot of big teams for and Liverpool were able to go about their business well, even though they were um, prone to um, attacking transitions. They were they were able to limit, they were able to limit um, Inter Milan to almost. Almost no shots on target in that game, and they were able to come out with a very, very good 2 0 win. So then, going into this second leg, it may it may look like Liverpool have one leg into the quarterfinals, but um, there is work to do. And concerning the Bayern Salzburg game, um, we know that Bayern have had a, a few a few problems in terms of their squad, as their captain Manuel Neuer was out for quite some time and um their second keeper Sven Ulrich was a keeper for 
um, who was imposed during the first leg. And they've had problems trying to get um, Leon Goretzka, um, Alfonso Davis, um, as well as um, Corantan Tolis. So they've 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 had they've had those problems in terms of um, being able to like keep them fit. And that was a problem for Julian Nagelsmann, which um, Salzburg coach Matthias. Um, Heisler was able to um, capitalize and actually took the game to to the Bavarians, which they were able to play a very very entertaining one one draw. But then now with with the lineups out and goalkeeper um, Manuel Neuer back in post and also Jamal Musiala deployed in the in the midfield, which was something that was done against Barcelona in the group stages. Um, I believe that this game is going to be a bit a bit easier for Bayern Munich, but then we should not count out Salzburg because we have one of the youngest. Um, we have one of the youngest um, attacks and one of the um, one of the youngest teams to in the tournament, where they have a very very good player and, um, in the name of Karim Adeyemi, who has won about six penalties this season for Salzburg alone. So then that's something that's something that Bayern should keep keep um keep noted so then i think the second leg of both ties will be very very cagey and will be a very very good watch definitely let's take excerpts of the first leg between salzburg and bayern munich all the way in austria we take the feed remember that game ended 1-1 in the group stage Salzburg, who started brightly enough, but had a real dip midway through their six-game program. It's a wonderful pick-out to find Gnabry. Held up by Ulmer. And that's an excellent save, too. Needed help from Christensen. But Connor got down swiftly to keep out the shot from Serge Gnabry. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. It's a good quality save. Getting away from Hernandez. Adamu. Salzburg in front. Only been on the pitch eight minutes, having come on as a substitute for the stricken Okafor. But Chukwut Buyake Adamu has made a blistering start. The Austrian champions in front. What a brilliant finish that is. I bet he dreamed of that when he was coming on the pitch. Adamu. Aronson. It's created room for the shot. Which is kept out by Ulrich. Good stop by the Bayern goalkeeper. Salzburg flying when they have the opportunity to get forward. Great quick feet in there to be able to twist and turn. Just a little nick there, doesn't go down, manages to get a shot away. It's actually a good save from Ulrich. That was risky too. And it will be checked by VAR. Your assessment soon. I don't know if he gets a touch, I think he'll probably see it better hit. Oh, that's a penalty. I think he gets a touch. Was he going down just before? I think you can see here, just gets a touch. 
just before, mm, don't know, is there that much contact? I don't think they'll be. I don't think this will be given. It has been checked, and the check is complete. Forward by Pava. Miss Kimmich. Common. Well, here's what the man most likely to provide. Attempts in the first half, which were kept out by Philip Kong. Bayern looking to counter quickly. Coleman. It's a wonderful save, Gnabry. And this time, Kong holds on. Magnificent goalkeeping by Philip Kong. Well, that was the moment when Bayern thought that they got their equaliser. Lightning fist counter attack. And Coleman's effort. Kept out by Cole. What a reaction oh. too. Adiemi. Been taken wide. And it's come back out to Adamu. What a chance for Salzburg. He can't believe it. Tavard stepping in to save by him. Look at that. Four against two against two and he takes it onto his right foot you think could he have come inside but goes to go across the goalkeeper Coleman goalkeeper beaten this time we're almost beaten and unintentionally that was a cross that almost drifted in and throwing himself into the challenge Kimmich Driven forward by Pavard. It's come to Coleman! They left it late, but Bayern eventually get an equalising goal. Kingsley Coleman, who's looked the man most likely to for Bayern all evening, finally finding a way beyond Philip Cohn and drawing Bayern level. Yeah, he does. Muller wins that first header. Great glance in header. It's finished. Salzburg won. Bayern Munich won. Mr. Kowa, what do you make of that Kensley Coleman late equaliser? Um, well, it was it was it was a good taking goal initially, but uh, I feel like these things these things are the kind of things that um, mature teams or great European teams. These are the kind of traits they depict that even though they are going through um, a lot of a lot of setbacks, they try to find their way around problems, and that was what um, Casey Coleman was able to find because prior to prior to the late equalizer, um, there was a chance where there was a chance where Adamu had a short um, a shot on target, which was actually goal bound because there was no keeper in the post, and Pavard made a brilliant block. Um, at the um, at the end of the day, so then you can you can you can even tell that even with the post match comments from Matthias Heisler, he was talking about how disappointing it was to concede that late um, for a very very good team who are good overall because you could see how um, American attacker um, Brendan Aronson was very very influential in that game, Adeyemi as well as Adamu. So then they had a very very good game, but then you know that Bayern Bayern are Bayern are European European royalty in terms of football. So then 
they 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 know how to maneuver their way through setbacks of this kind. Definitely. Uh, just before I come back to you again in the studios, let me share a bit of background and form guide with our cherished audience. Bayern Munich will be banking on their home form to finish the job against UEFA Champions League round of 16. Debutant Salzburg will let a lead late in the first leg slip off their hands in the dying minutes. Salzburg struck first on the 16th of February through substitute Adamu opening the scoring in his own European account in the 21st minute. And that goal looked as if it would be enough to earn a first win against German rivals at the third attempt only for Bayern's Kinsley Coleman to snatch a late 90th minute equaliser. While the Austrians are making their debut in the round of 16, the only team to be doing so in the 2021-2022 their cross-border neighbours, Bayern, are at this stage for the 18th time. This is Bayern Munich's 24th appearance in the knockout rounds of the Champions League overall. Salzburg had to wait until March Day 6 to book their passage to the last 16. A 1-0 home win against Sevilla gave them a second place in the Group G behind French champions Leo. This is only one of two ties in the 2021-2022 UEFA round of 16 along with Sporting Manchester City to involve two reigning domestic champions. In terms of the previous meeting, meetings between the two sides, the sides met for the first time in last season's group stage with Bayern scoring nine goals in winning both games, although Salzburg managed three of their own. Bayern went on to finish first in Group A with 16 points, winning five of their six matches with Salzburg third on four points. In terms of the four form guide, the German Giants picked up maximum points from their group that also included Benfica, Barcelona and Dynamo Kiev, scoring 22 goals, the most in the group stage, three shots of PSG's competition record and too shy of Bayern's own best tally and conceding only three, the joint lowest total with Real Madrid. Bayern Munich beat Barcelona 3-0 away and at home and also won 5-0 at home to Dynamo and 5-2 against Benfica in Munich. This season marked Bayern Munich's 25th UEFA Champions League group campaign Fewer only than Barcelona and Real Madrid who have made 26 appearances at the group stages of the Champions League. They've now won their group 18 times, including in each of their last four seasons. Only Barcelona have done better than them, which is 21 times. The 2020-2021, as oldest, Bayern finished first in Group A extending their UEFA Champions League record of excessive victories to 15 before being held 1-1 at Atletico Madrid on match day 5. In terms of the form guide, Bayern have won all three of their two-leg knockout ties against Austrian teams, although this is the first time since beating Austria-Wayne 
1986 and 1987 European Cup second round, they went on to reach the final that season, losing 2-1 to Porto on their return to Vienna. The first leg draw at Salzburg made it 10 games unbeaten against Austrian clubs for Bayern Munich since their first fixture, a 1-0 loss at Rapid in the 1966-1967 European Cup Winners' Cup quarterfinal first leg. Their record since then is 7 wins, 3 draws, including a 2-0 victory in the second leg against Rapid to, to seal an aggregate win. Bayern have won all five home games against Austrian visitors, scoring 15 goals and conceding only three. Bayern have won all but three of the 24 UEFA Champions League tie in which they drew the first leg away from home. Two of those defeats coming against Liverpool, including the most recent tie in the 2018-2019 UEFA Champions League round of 16. They've won all 13 ties in which they drew 1-1 away in the first leg. The most recent against Manchester United in the 2013-2014 UEFA Champions League quarterfinals, which they won 3-1 at home. Just before I come to the form guide of Salzburg and their background, let me get Mr. Kowas' thoughts on what he makes of Bayern's record in the Champions League. Hello, Philip. Yes, Mr. Kowa. What so, do you make of, 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 of Bayern Munich's record and dominance over Austrian teams in the Champions League? And how do you think that would reflect on today's game against Salzburg in Munich? I mean, as I said, they are, they are, um, they are European heritage from, in, in terms of football. And, and, and we all know how Bayern, how Bayern um, are in terms of efficiency and how they play. They play in almost second to third year in the, at the beginning of most games and, can, and could even change to the topmost gear. And when they, are, when they are in that kind of mood, there are hardly any teams in Europe that could match them. And looking through some facts, they have missed, they have missed entering the quarterfinals, I think, just once in the last 10 years. And... Um, they've made they've made the most quarter quarter final appearances in the Champions League as well since the since the format was changed. So that that shows the kind of pedigree that Bayern has, and they they are not willing to let go um, this kind of record in terms of in terms of um, how how great they are and how top they are as a footballing in, um, institution. So then it's. It's it's a model that a lot of teams are learning from, even even the likes of Red Bull Salzburg, because they are also building up a franchise who can also be able to um, compete with the likes of Bayern, with even their German with their German branches as RB Leipzig. So then we all know that Bayern is we all know that Bayern is a model club for. For every every up and coming European team, and and to be able to be this dominant on this on this level for this long is something that should be looked at because they are up there with the likes of Madrid, AC Milan, um, Liverpool, and Barcelona. Definitely, definitely. Let's do a quick roundup of the form guide for Salzburg. 
the Austrian champions collected seven points from their first three group E games, beating Lille 2-1, Wolfsburg 3-1 in Salzburg, but lost the next two before a third successive home win, thanks to Noah Okafo's goal early in the second half against Sevilla to take them through. Nine of Salzburg's 10 points in this season's group stage came at home. The, the only one on the road in a 1-1 draw against Sevilla on match day one. They lost 2-1 at Wolfsburg and 1-0 at Lille. This season was Salzburg's third successive group stage campaign. They were third in their group behind Liverpool and Napoli in the 2019-2020 season, having qualified automatically to make their first group appearance since 1994. In the 2020-2021 season, Salzburg beat Maccabi Tel Aviv in their, in their playoffs before again finishing third in their group, picking up four points in Group A. They lost both games against Bayern and Atletico, but won 3-1 at Lokomotiv Moscow after a 2-2 home draw to finish ahead of the Russian club. Having suffered 13 successive eliminations in the UEFA Champions League qualifying before the 2019-2020, Salzburg won 5-2 on aggregate against Maccabi in last season's playoffs, 2-1 away and 3-1 at home and were also victorious at the same stage this season. This is Salzburg's fourth appearance in the UEFA Champions League proper, a new Austrian record. They had previously been leveled with Stormgrass on three. Salzburg won one of their three away games on each of their previous UEFA Champions League appearances. They have won only four of their last 15 away European games drawing two and losing nine. The Austrian club won an eighth successive Austrian Bundesliga title in the 2020-2021, their 15th overall, adding the Austrian cup to complete a hat-trick of domestic doubles and an eighth in total in all the last 10 seasons. Salzburg's record in two-legged knockout ties against German clubs is three wins and two draws. They lost the last to Frankfurt in the 2019-2020 UEFA Europa League round of 32, but scored on all of their last seven visits to Germany. Salzburg have already faced German opponents in this season's UEFA Champions League, beating Wolfsburg 3-1 at home on March Day 3 before a 2-1 defeat in Germany two weeks later. So that is Salzburg's record in the Champions League. In terms of the latest news, the first leg draw at Salzburg ended Robert Lewandowski's run of 22 successive UEFA Champions League victories, a competition record. Bayern were held 1-1 at home by Bayer Leverkusen on Saturday. On the 26th of February, Bayern won 1-0 at Frankfurt with Leroy Sani scoring the decisive goal in his team's 75th in the Bundesliga this season. It was also Bayern's 8th Bundesliga clean sheet of the 2021-2022 
the most in the German top flight. Bayern had won 4-1 at home to Greta Fort on the 20th of February with Lewandowski scoring twice. Bayern have won 27 of, of their 35 games this season in all competitions, scoring 114 goals. Bayern have, have scored three or more goals in eight of their last 14 games. So that is it. Lewandowski scored 43 Bundesliga goals in the 2021 season, surpassing the old record of Gerard Muller, which was 42 in 1972. He already has nine goals in eight league appearances in 2022. Muller made his 615th Bayern appearance against Leverkusen and is behind only Sepp Meyer, who has 702 appearances, and Oliver Kahn, who has 632 appearances. So that is it for the German Giants. They are Giants indeed. And for Salzburg, since the first leg draw with Bayern ended Salzburg's five-game winning run in all competitions, the Austrian champions have beaten Wolfsburg 2-0 at home before a 0-0 draw at LASK and a 4-0 home win against Altachi on Saturday, all in the Austrian Bundesliga. Salzburg have won 17 of their 22 league games this season, losing one, losing only one in the 2-1 loss on the 27th of November. Salzburg record in 2022 is four wins, two draws. So that's Salzburg's uh, record going into today's game. Just before we go to the next game for discussion, Mr. Kowa, Salzburg, Bayern, who do you think would progress to the quarterfinals of the Champions League? Um, I believe that with how, um, with how Bayern have been through a bit of a rough patch because of them being a bit like a midfield um, they 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 would they would find a, a little bit of difficulty in terms of um in terms of in terms of make progress in this round but they i think that they are good they are in a good enough position to see this through and hopefully they will be in the quarterfinals at the end of tonight definitely let's take excerpts of that game between inter milan liverpool in milan and we'll come back to our able guest, Mr. Justin Akowa, who is joining us all the way from London for this particular coverage of the UEFA Champions League round of 16 second leg tie. Let's take excerpts of that first leg game in Milan, where Liverpool beat Inter Milan by two goals to nail. It's a dampish night. It's not too cold. Temperature still around about four degrees Celsius in this mighty stadium. Out come Inter Milan for their 191st Champions League game. Their first time in the knockout stages since Marseille beat them in 2012. Just hit a dip of form in Serie A, having lost the derby against Milan and then drawn in Napoli at the weekend when they had to come from behind. And here come Liverpool, of course, brimful of confidence 
unbeaten in nine games. They've won six in six. They're in tremendous form as they come out. Hopefully, in the mind of Jurgen Klopp, to do what they did to AC Milan in their final group game to make it maximum points, 100%, six wins in six for the first time ever. Elliot, blocked. Sharka, Salah's popped up on the left-hand side, and Dyke's still in there. It's a header away. Sharka, Alcantara! Just too high. Yeah, just came off the outside of his boot and sliced underneath it. It's a good technician as well, Thiago. We get bent towards where he was defending and he didn't get there and Manning getting it. Maybe should have been 1-0 to Liverpool. Well, when you look at that back three, they should be allowing Mane to head it so easily. In the end, he should score. Certainly hit the target. Just missed times his header in the end. Just to get that ball into the box. Elliot went to sleep. He allowed Chalanola to run off the back of him. He does everything right. Good first touch. Tries to hit it with power. Allison was beaten, but not the crossbar. Elliot just went to sleep there and allowed the Interman to run behind him. Squinion plays out. Wearing signs here for Liverpool. Good spell for Inter. They switch to Perisic. Can finish it from there. Tried to find Martinez. Didn't go for the finish, and the chance has gone. There's the big diagonal pass. Great first touch. Did he need to play it in the air? I think he could have rolled it along the ground into him. Big chance for Inter. It's a substitute. Yes. Beat Alexander-Arnold. Looks for the return. It's come to him. And a really crucial block by Skriniar. Well, what an impact that would have been. A couple of really good touches from Diaz. Plays the ball wide. Good pass back to him from Alexander-Arnold. And he just gets across in time. Skriniar read the danger brilliantly. It's Firmino in there. And he got the flick on and he scores. And Liverpool are ahead. Perfect delivery. Lovely finish. And Inter, who looked suspect at set pieces in the first half, despite a very strong second half, are behind to a Liverpool set piece. Well, it's a brilliant header from Firmino but he should never be allowed to get to that ball first in at the near post and it's not good defending here's Sanchez looks to reverse it to Dzeko good recovery by Thiago Perisic perilously close just got underneath it Perisic one nil Liverpool Slender lead in a two-legged tie. What you do with doubling it, Robertson into the box. We're not really away by Tiffright. Alexander-Arnold bends it long. Diaz is at the far post. Van Dijk had stayed up there as well. Salah! 2 nil. Well, that could settle it over the two legs. That's absolutely huge. And it's another ball played into the box that Inter don't defend well enough. He knows. That should be it. 
what a great lead this is going into the second leg. Dejection for that man. It took a big deflection, but Salah, the man that got the strike. There's the ball played into the box. And it comes off. Maybe Brozovic. Just there. Might have been Bastoni. No chance for Handanovic. He can't even see it. Well, it's been a great atmosphere here. It was a very intense game for long periods, but in the end, Liverpool have been the better side. Firmino broke the deadlock after 75 minutes with a death header from the corner, and Mo Salah scoring in an eighth successive away Champions League game for Liverpool, wraps up a very, very fine 2-0 victory over Inter, who had a good spell in the second half and hit the bar in the first through Shannon Olu, but over the evidence of the 90 minutes, Liverpool were the better team, and they go back to Anfield with a very, very impressive 2-0 lead. That's the way it's finished here in the San Siro. Inter Milan nil, Liverpool 2. So that is how it finished at the San Siro with Liverpool winning 2-0. Mr. Kowa, what is your assessment of that game in Milan? Um, as as I said earlier, um, the game went to the person who was streetwise in terms of in 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 terms of how to handle the pressure. The most um, I will commend. Okay, well, so for Simone Enzaghi, he has his three five two that is able to do very well in terms of um, taking pressure in and hitting things on the hitting things on the attack so that was what that's what has helped him throughout his coaching stint at Lazio as well as um, Inter Milan and him having those three midfielders was very very tough on um, Liverpool because they were able to attack very well and especially the first half Chalanoglu had some very very good chances where he couldn't capitalise and he looked to he seemed to be like he seemed to be the he and Ivan Persson, sorry, seem to be behind almost everything, including Denzel Dumfries um, at right wing back. So then it looked like a game where you could tell that Inter were going to actually um, take the game to Liverpool. But as the game went on, you could tell that Inter couldn't sustain their momentum and... Um, they are captain, that's Samir Handanovic, who's about 37 or 38 years now, has been a good keeper, a good servant for Inter. But then, um, for me, I I believe that he he has been too slow in terms of his reactions in these past few seasons. And that has even forced them to look out for a good, a new, a younger goalkeeper in terms of Andre Onana. So then, he was part of or oh, I can I am, I can say he was part of the people who who were able who were able to allow Liverpool get um, away inside the game and they were able to actually wrap up a, a very very um a very very pragmatic away performance. So I think I think it was it was a good game but let's see let's see what let's see what the second leg brings us. Definitely. Let's see what the second leg brings. And the two late goals in the first leg at Inter put Liverpool well on their way to a fourth UEFA Champions League quarterfinal appearance in five seasons. Substitute Roberto Firmino's 
Edda in the 75th minute at the San Siro on 16 February before Mohamed Salah added the second eight minutes later, making it seven wins from seven games in this season's competition for Liverpool and leaving Inter Milan needing to win in Liverpool for only the second time in their history. Inter Milan are in the UEFA Champions League knockout rounds for the 11th time, but the first time in 10 years, having finished runners-up to Real Madrid in Group D, while Liverpool became the first English club to win all six games in the UEFA Champions League action in, in their group as they ended Group B 11 points clear. This is one of two ties in the 2021-2022 UEFA Champions League round of 16, along with Benfica Ajax to bring together two former European Cup winners. Although this is only this side's sixth competitive fixture. In terms of the previous meetings, the most recent of the two sides at this stage was in the 2007-2008 UEFA Champions League with Liverpool winning 3-0 on aggregate. In terms of the form guide, Liverpool played their last two European games at the San Siro, having won 2-1 against inter-city inter rivals AC Milan on March Day 6 to conclude their perfect Group B campaign. Liverpool had opened with a 3-2 win at home to Milan before beating Porto 5-1 away and 2-0 at home and Atletico Madrid 3-2 away and 2-0 at home. Liverpool are one of three teams who won all six games this season, along with Ajax in Group C and Bayern Munich in Group E. Although they are the only one of three who were victorious in the round of 16 first leg, first leg. This season is Liverpool's 14th Champions League appearance. They have only failed to progress to the last 16 or further three times. This is Liverpool's fifth successive campaign in the UEFA Champions League proper, all under Jorgen Klopp. Runners up to Real Madrid in the 2017-2018 finals, they claimed their sixth European Cup at the expense of Tottenham with a 2-0 victory in the 2018-2019 final. Liverpool's last two UEFA Champions League campaigns have ended in defeat against clubs from Madrid. And Liverpool were champions of England for the 19th time in the 2019-2020 season, their first league title since 1990. Liverpool finished third in the 2020-2021 Premier League season. So that is it in terms of the form guide for Liverpool. For Inter Milan, the 3-1 match day 4 victory at Sheriff is one of only three wins in Inter's last 11 away Champions League games. They've drawn two and lost six. Inter Milan are the last Italian team to win the UEFA Champions League in 2010. Their third European Cup triumph and first in 45 years. This weekend, Samuel Eto, a very good friend of the UEFA Champions League, was ignited into the Hall of Fame of Inter Milan alongside Wesley Wesley Schneider, the Dutch midfield legend. We say kudos to them 
and congratulations to them. This season was the 15th time Inter Milan took part in the group stage and the fourth in a row, having missed out for the sixth consecutive years between 2011-2012 and 2018-2019. Inter's previous three UEFA Champions League campaign ended in the group stage. They last progressed in the 2011-2012 when they were beaten by Marseille on away goals in the round of 16. Last season, Antonio Conte's sides were only one of six, won only one of their six games to finish fourth in Group B on six points. In terms of the latest news, Sergio Mani will be making his 50th Champions League appearance tonight. Alexander Arnold also has 16 assists this season in all competition, his best ever. Vigil van Dijk was, is unbeaten in his 60 Premier League games at Anfield for Liverpool, recording 52 wins and 8 draws, a new competition record for most home games for a single club without ever losing. Mr. Kowa, what do you make and what is your prediction going into tonight's game? At Liverpool, what do you think will progress? Liverpool, Inter. Well, I think that Liverpool have have one one leg into the quarterfinals, unless something extraordinary comes out from the way Inter have set up today. Um, so one of their problems were their their inability to capitalize on the on the high line that Liverpool had because they had a thirty six year old striker in the form of. And in Jaco, and if if you know how experienced he has been, he is he is not as fast as he was to be able to exploit the high line. So today they are going up and they are going with the front two of um, Alexis Sanchez and Lautaro Martinez. That shows that there's going to be a lot more pace, and they'll try to um, they'll try to they'll try to exploit. Liverpool's high line with the way that they defend that has gotten them into trouble sometimes but then it's 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 the inability of ta- the attackers to finish um, off the balls but then you should remember they have a 1v1 um, very very competent 1v1 goalkeeper in Alisson Becker who who knows who knows his way or who has been excellent with 1v1s over over the over the last few years so then Liverpool really have a good chance, but it looks like with the way Inter have set up, they aren't going to let it. They aren't going to let it go that easily. Definitely, and one player who has stood out for Liverpool this season is Mohamed Salah. He scored four goals in his last five Liverpool games. Salah scored his one fiftieth Liverpool goal in a three-one comeback win at home to Norwich in the Premier League on the 19th of February. His double against Leeds four days later took him up to ninth in Liverpool's all-time goal-scoring charts. Mohamed Salah is the Premier League's top scorer this season on 19 goals. Diego Jota and Sergio Mane are joint second on 12 goals. January signing Luis Diaz got his first goal for Liverpool in that league win against Norwich. Sergio Mane has scored 
four times in his last five appearances for Liverpool, including the winner at the weekend. Mr. Kowa, this Liverpool side, what do you make of Sergio Mane? What do you make of Diego Jota? What do you make of Mohamed Salah? For me tonight, I believe Mane, Mohamed Salah, Diego Jota, Luis Diaz will come in blazing and would seek to set some records straight into nice tie in Liverpool. Do you agree with me? Well, um, sort of, because um, Liverpool, Liverpool know how to know how to attack or they know how to sustain pressure in terms of um, building on building on attacks and and hopefully, as you said, that's going to happen. But then, um, if you if you notice, Liverpool sort of have a little bit of um, a little problem in terms of dealing with a back three or in terms of a very ultra defensive tactic, a back five. So then it is it is going to be some way. But then with 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 this kind of setup you need someone like Firmino um, who can drop back and be able to free the free the fellow attackers in the names of Salah as 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 well as money that he should be able to he should be they should be able to operate very freely so then um you can count on someone like Firmino probably money um who's who has recently been playing through the middle allowing Luis Diaz and um Salah to penetrate so then they have they have they they know how to they found a little solution around that kind of tactic so that hopefully that will be implemented today to actually um be more efficient up front. Definitely. And uh we are we are just about wrapping up but uh I know you don't like predictions predictions for tonight in Liverpool. Liverpool versus Inter Milan. Uh, I think I think Liverpool can edge it, but it will be maybe a little closer than it was. But then I just think they can edge it because they have they have the advantage in the in the first leg, and an early goal will kill off the hopes of the the Nerazzurri's from Italy. Definitely, definitely. Thank you so much, Mr. Kowa. And uh, tonight on International Women's Day. One woman who's been very inspiring and she's a trailblazer in terms of coaching young girls on the African continent. Uh, tonight is also with us on the show as Madame Araba and we would like to pick her thoughts on what she makes of International Women's Day and what her goodwill message is to many young women and girls who are blazing the trail in the field of soccer. Hello, Madam Araba. Welcome. Welcome. Yes. Hi. Good evening. And thank you for having me. Good evening to all your guests. And it's been a great show. Even though I'm not a big sports fan, I enjoy listening to the show. So you are asking for the goodwill message for women in sports. Today, I'm sure many of you have seen lots of messages around and i for for me i hope that when we talk about women issues a lot of us all of us women men boys and girls recognize that there are these challenges that women face that a lot of women are not as free as men because there are there are several 
stereotypes and today interestingly the theme is to break biases and especially in terms of sports there are several areas like math science and in the past you'll be told that a girl is not supposed to do x a girl is not supposed one of those areas is also sports where you see that uh, many women are now beginning to enter these spaces and i think that for all of us women um, who are into um, several areas that are not traditionally um, female dominated i think that what is important is that once we women have uh, entered those spaces have had opportunities to um, partake in conversations around these spaces we should use our voices well we should raise other young people up young women up one of the things that i'm talking about today is that we all need to check our biases that even though um, many of us are aware of some stereotypes and some biases that exist because we have been raised within this um, environment our orientation is within this space We've heard many things. We've been oriented to think the many things that sometimes we don't recognize that this is how we think. So as we are celebrating International Women's Day, and especially for women in sports, for men in sports, anybody that's playing sport, we need to check our own biases, how we think about women within those spaces and how we even support them. Because all of us, men, women, girls and boys, have a role in ensuring that we break biases for this year's International Women's Day, and we need to check ourselves. Definitely. Thank you, Madam Araba, for that succinct submission. And we pray and hope many young girls and women around the world will continue to break biases. Tonight, it's been great. It's been lovely coming your way with today's edition of the UEFA Champions League podcast. But a special thank you to Rudy Garcia. I see you doing the listening. And to Kevin, who's also doing the listening. Thank you so much. Keep on doing the listening. Keep on tuning in. And just before I wrap up, if you have any question, you have any suggestion, or you want to make a contribution to the show, the floor is yours. Otherwise, we'll wrap up and we'll join our colleagues all the way in Munich and in Liverpool for tonight's games. So until same time, tomorrow, where we'll come your way again with the round of 16 games for Manchester City Sporting and PSG Real Madrid all the way in Madrid. It's been lovely. It's been exciting coming your way. As always, I'll leave you with our signature tune, the official theme of the Champions League.